What's up, Vandals? My name is Nathaniel Trakimovich, and I'm the ASUI Pro Tone. My name is Martha Smith, and I'm an ASUI Senator. My name is Joseph Tibasar, and I'm Director of Community Relations. Today, you and I, U of I, we have two University of Idaho football players, Hayden Hatton and Jermaine Jackson, two people who played an integral role in one of the best seasons at the university has had in years. During the season, Hayden and Jermaine both had over 1,000 receiving yards. With a new coaching team and a heck of a lot of support from the student body, Vandal football is looking to be on the rise in the upcoming seasons. Hayden and Jermaine, thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Awesome to have you guys. So give us an overview of the season, you know, new coaching team, different dynamics with the student body. How did it all feel as a player? You know, it was a, it was a really cool experience. Um, being a Vandal football player has been a great experience in total, but uh, you know, having a new coaching staff, we shedded a couple people, gained a couple people on the team. It was uh, it was definitely a new experience, different experience, and uh, it was great to be a part of. Yeah, kind of like what he says, it was good to be around new coaches and stuff. Like, you know, previous years wasn't going as we planned or as we thought it was going to go, but like being around these new coaching staffs, they make it fun for us to come around and play. So, you know, we just we just come out there and compete every day. Great. Yeah, so you, so you guys both had pretty good stats from the season. Um, what are some of the things you guys could point to um, as to why that happened and what was good for you this season? Um, was there anything that stood out in that regard? Me and AD, we, I feel like we've been doing this like since, like, what, 2020 we've been going at it. We've been, like, practice. We was, like, having good practices all, all the time. So I feel like it was a buildup. It was just our year, like, to explode. Mm -hmm. And it, we did what we were supposed to do this year. And fortunately this year, uh, JJ and I were – able to play together the two previous years we both suffered injuries on uh, opposing years and so we actually never got to dress in the field together and so it's been a lot of fun getting to play with him and you know huge shout out to our Jerry Rice award winner Bonnie Thanks. you know it's great having a guy like that uh, throwing us the ball clearly he's earned that uh, honor and reward and and uh, it's awesome to be able to to say he's our quarterback you know yeah, awesome. So how do you guys balance your commitments as a football player with your personal life and academic life and other responsibilities? And what advice do you have for aspiring players who are trying to do the same at the college level? I say, like, stand ahead. Like, don't, don't, let, don't let stuff build up. Stay ahead because, like, pl playing from behind is hard. Like, even in, like, football, playing from behind is hard. Like, playing, even with school, like, you got to play ahead. But I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like, time management, like, that's the basics. But time management is real. And if I mean, it takes you a long ways. Yeah, being punctual, being on time, knowing that, uh, you know, it carries over into life, knowing that due dates are when stuff is due, knowing that when practice starts, you're supposed to be there. Just all those things uh, carry over in the in the real world, and I think that's important. Yeah. It's also, I feel like, at a D1 level, a little bit more heightened than it is, like, in high school and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the momentum you guys had early on in the season, you guys had a lot to play for. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so with each game, I mean, how do you guys, so what is like a typical game day look for you guys? So you wake up, you have a game that night, like what do you guys do during the day? Um, and what role does your coach and your team play in like that performance and what that looks like? Start from Friday. Yeah, so yeah. The, the game regimen really starts on Friday where... Uh, Thursday. Well, yeah, I guess Thursday. So Thursdays are uh, our walk through Thursday. Um, there's a, uh, supposedly Coach Eck comes up with all these studies that's the best thing for our team, right? And uh, so on, <laughs> it's, it's kind of different, but I, I really like it. So Thursday's our walkthrough day that we, uh, we run through our plays for the week, our game plan, offense and defense split up. And then uh, on Friday, we do a full speed, uh, no contact, but full speed running, kind of like the prelims to our 
to our final race in the competition, right? So gets our motors going on Friday, get us running, catching balls, and, and feeling confident. And then we have a team meetings and dinner on Friday night, and then that leads into to Saturday. Yep. Can go ahead with Saturday. Yeah, Saturday is probably, yeah, we do one more walkthrough, but it's like, yeah, it's like really close pregame stuff. And then we just like, what, after walkthrough, we eat again. Like, yeah. if it's like a later game, we eat again. And then, then we get ready for the game. And then, like, yeah, it's pretty like, once Saturday comes, it's pretty fast. But like, the building up to it, it gets kind of like slow pace and stuff. Yeah. It, it definitely depends on when the games are. You mm -hmm. know, if we have an early morning game, uh, we get breakfast, we're on the bus after walkthrough, go time if it's a 12 o'clock game, arrive to the stadium two hours early, right? But if uh, if we're on an away game, like for an example, we played Sac State, we didn't play them till 6 o'clock. And, uh, and so we wake up and wake-up call isn't until mm -hmm. 10, right? Like mm -hmm. give us time to sleep in, hang out, eat breakfast around 10.30, lunch right before the game at like 3, and then, uh, and then head, head into the game. So do you guys, I mean, do you prefer one over the other? Because I know the student body prefers one over the other, but yeah. <laughs> for the players, what do you guys well, prefer? Well, as a player, I kind of want to hear what the student body prefers first. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I like a, I like a noon game because that way you can kind of go, you know, go to the tailgate, go into mm -hmm. the game, and you can, like, kind of go out to dinner with people afterward and then yeah. do it I like, the rest I like of the night. playing at noon, too. Yeah. I like the noon games because it's like we get up and get it over with. Like, look kind of up and get it over with. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. like, just like when we was kids, we got up early and played early. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. it was never like, oh, we got to wait till nighttime to play. Yeah. I mean, but I like playing in the, I like playing noon, too, like 12, 1-ish. Yeah. Yeah, that's the perfect time. I'd agree. As a as a player, I agree, yeah. too. So uh, I just think it's fun to uh, to – First of all, I feel like we get better attendance at those games. We tend to get too. like a lot of people in the oh, games, yeah. and uh, and I love seeing all of our friends and family out there tailgating pregame and having a good time. And and yeah, so one o'clock is definitely the the preference too, because then we get the the night to ourselves as well, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, speaking on attendance and the stadium you guys play in, how does it feel going from an indoor stadium, the Kibbe Dome, to like an, out an outdoor stadium like a Sac State? I feel like there's no difference. Like, we've been playing football our whole life. Yeah. Like, it's, we've been playing outside. This dome, the, the dome is new, so it's, mm -hmm. it's like going outside, it's like back at home, like yeah. doing what you used to. That's kind of cool, actually. I yeah. yeah that's neat. I mean, we practice uh, every day in the dome pretty much. So you, you do grow accustomed to that. I True. think there is an advantage in that for uh, for the weather always being good. So you always you get your timing down better with the quarterbacks and stuff. Uh, but the ball does does look different in the Kiwi Dome compared mm -hmm. to right. outside. You know, so uh, I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily adjustment. You know, catching a football is catching a football. Doesn't matter like where it's coming from or where you're at. I think uh, the biggest difference is if you're playing outside and you have some cold weather, rain, something like that. That's the only thing that I would say really alters the game compared to either playing inside or outside. If they're both 70 and sunny, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Kibby's always 70 and sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Kibby Dome does a pretty nice job of that. Yeah. So for you, Hayden, how does it feel to have a twin brother on the team and then you also have Jack playing, your, uh, your cousin Jack playing basketball as well? How does it feel going to U of I with them, playing sports with them? It's a it's a dream come true, you know. Uh, my brother and I, through the entire recruiting process, we we knew we wanted to go to school together. We just didn't know what school cool. would uh, mm -hmm. would end up taking a chance on both of us. And this uh, kind of was our little slice of heaven that that turned into reality when we came here on a visit and we both got offered. And so we jumped on it immediately. We both love Moscow. And then uh, after two short years of being here, my cousin was playing basketball and. The basketball team here was on a downslope, and 
needed a couple people and I went up to Coach Claus's office. I'm like, hey, you guys should look at my cousin. Like, why That's not cool. take a chance? Yeah. And so they saw him and poached him from Bakersfield, California, and now <laughs> all three of us live together, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, speaking a little more on that, my my cousin Jack is and Uncle John, I, I wasn't, not that I wasn't close with them, it's I'd only get to see them once every two years because they're out in California, we're in Arizona, we're playing sports all the time, busy mm -hmm. families, and uh, him being able to move out here and, and live with us and has really just made our entire family closer and it's, yeah. it's, it's really been a blessing and it's something I won't ever take for granted because now I have a lifelong best friend. That's really good. That's, that's awesome. actually, that's like better than I thought that was going to be. That's really, <laughs> like really awesome. Sword, that's cool. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, how about all three of you guys in Moscow too? Must, I mean, yeah, how many times does that happen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's like pretty cool. Seriously, it's, it's, a, it's a, like a movie script, you know? Yeah. It's hard to hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. And so when you, I mean, when you guys were recruiting, did you guys like explicitly tell coaches like it's either both of us or neither of us? Of course us, not. No. Okay. No, of course not. <laughs> not you get it. When you're in the recruiting process, the recruiting process is an evil place, man. I Forever. I don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, I feel bad for anybody trying to get recruited right now and uh -huh. just especially with the transfer portal and everything. But yeah, when, when you're getting recruited, everything's fair game. You tell yeah. every coach exactly what they want to hear. You, you, I have no interest in going to Army. I talked to the Army coach. Oh, yeah, I would serve. I just, you know, no chance that's happening. I'm going everywhere else in the entire world. But as long as you can get as many things, you know, rolling, you can, it's like a snowball. These coaches see an offer, and they just, oh, yeah, this place offered them. You know. So I guess kind of going off of that then, like, you both clearly were um, successful in the recruiting process. What advice do you guys have? I mean, I, for people in high school. Honestly, I wasn't sick, really successful in the recruiting process. I, I went to JUCO. I went to a junior okay. college, and I spent two years there, and then I transferred here, and then, like, that's what led me here. But, the, like you said, the recruiting process is tough. Like, it's nowhere you want to be. Like, coaches are cruel. They'll, they'll pull you quick. It's, it's a lot of politics with it. But, hmm. yeah, it was it was tough for me as well. I had to – I worked my way up. Yeah, I was, uh, I was fortunate to have a couple of opportunities to go play. Um – but I, I wanted to play with my brother as well, and so that was difficult because we both had opportunities at different places, right? And mm -hmm. uh, the University of Idaho was one of I think three schools that offered both my brother and I, and uh, and so that made it very appealing to both totally. of us. But uh, we both really liked a couple of schools in the Big Sky other than Idaho that uh, didn't take a take a, like didn't reach out to us, and neither him or I had an offer to any other Big Sky school. So uh, so we got this, and we were like, this is fantastic, man. We're taking it. And, again, it's been a blessing. Everything's worked out really well. That's awesome. So, so it worked, it worked right yeah, out. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. what I was yeah. going to say. So as you guys got a new coaching staff, the seasons have been going better and better. You guys have been playing against better opponents and performing at a higher length against them as well, getting close. So um, how do you guys – so Coach Egg just recently got um, – hired last season so how do you guys feel about him he obviously had a great performance the students obviously love him so coach egg is a he's a funny guy he's fun to be around <laughs> nah he's how you see whenever you see egg he's going he's keeping that's him all the time like he never switched up since he's been here he's a cool coach he rec he got a great staff behind him so it's just fun to be around everybody good yeah egg is a Eck has done an amazing job getting the entire town behind us, and that's something I will forever be thankful for him for. Because, and not only that, he's you know obviously our schemes are better. We're a much better football team, but you know 
he reaches out on social media. He gets us involved in the Greek life communities. He gets he just has made being a Vandal football player a lot more fun because a yeah. lot more people like us now. You know, as <laughs> crazy as yeah. it sounds, and, and oh, yeah. I give him a lot of credit for it. It's it's made this in, uh, this year so much better because we have the stands packed out. We got people supporting us. We have people watching from home. I'm getting quadruple the amount of text I used to get after games oh, because cool. of because you know and yeah. so the support has just built and, and I give him a lot of credit for it it's been a great great transition yeah we worked with him a couple times in ASUI here and he's just always easy to work with we actually we, we had him on the podcast yeah. like right when yeah. he got hired yeah he's looking for so he's cool always looking for chances to, for community outreach like he's yeah. always looking yeah. for Every the time. football team to do yeah. and for other athletic department teams to do and so I guess so there's a couple you know I guess uh, games that stood out to me this year and you know clearly like we've paid attention to a lot more this year from student body perspective and stuff but um, walk through what it felt like to win over in Montana and what that felt like because I feel like that was like one of the highlights of the season I mean correct me if I think I'm wrong but that was like, the that best was a game blast. ever yeah that was so cool was, that game was like that environment was crazy it was just fun being in there he had a he had a great game we, we were both <laughs> we, we were both, both yeah we were both yeah. playing good but he had some great, great catches and stuff in that game, but that was probably my funnest game ever playing in my life. Yeah. Just because that environment, the yeah. atmosphere. That's the, you know, that type of atmosphere is something I'd love to bring back to the Kibbe. Right. And, and, and we're getting there, don't get me wrong. We have a great support sure. system around us and everything, but uh, those Montana fans love Montana football. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you, you won't ever take that away from them, you know. And they also so, hate losing. So. Yeah, they, they <laughs> that, was, that was a good part of it. Yeah, too, and, and I don't know if you guys were familiar with the. Uh, like I saw a couple statistics before the game. I think they were twenty-one and one at home. Their last twenty-two yeah, home wow. games or something like dang. that. Or you know, it just is some crazy statistic, huh. statistic where it's like, dang, it is tough to play in that environment, but. Uh, we're all ballers and, and we love it. You know, there's nothing there's nothing I love more than being a villain when you go into a place. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's way better to win in somebody's house than like winning exactly. Out. To win in the kibby, but like we love yeah. playing the kibby, but it's fun to win at home. Yeah, I mean, no, in in every Division One college road game, you can ask any player. Uh-huh. It's it's difficult to win on the road. Either football, like basketball, large. volleyball, track. It do, it doesn't matter what you're doing. <clears throat> it's it's tough to play on the road because you. There's a lot more adjustment than hey sleeping in your own bed feeling good in the mm-hmm. morning you know like it's a, it's a different environment and it's it's cool yeah so I guess so on a similar note of like you know having to overcome things play on the road all that good stuff um, you guys have been playing football clearly for a really long time now and what is something that throughout the course of your like football career you've had to overcome or like something that's been tough for you in the last I guess 12 15 years whatever you however long you've been playing and how do you overcome it? Uh, I'd say, I, I mean, both JJ and I are probably in similar positions here where we've both suffered a couple injuries, but mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I've had two surgeries since I've been in college, one before college, and I think uh, I think anybody who's played sports uh, mm-hmm. for quite a while knows that, yeah, uh, having, a, having a, an injury or a setback really is difficult um, physically, but even more mentally, you know, you... You don't ever want to start second guessing yourself and being like, "Hey, like, I just don't know if this is for me anymore," mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know how much more I could take and, and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I think that I, I had thumb surgery my mm-hmm. uh, sophomore year, and then this 
year, the the pre the following years because that was COVID, so it didn't really count as a what? year. But the following year, I had shoulder surgery, so it's back to back years where I ended yeah. up, you know, getting hurt and uh, being able to puzzle piece all this together and have a season like we did this this year is exciting. Totally. Yeah, like kind of yeah. We we both dealt with injuries. Mine was uh, what twenty twenty first spring game. Uh, you know, COVID, we had the spring season. So, like, it was the first time I ever touched the ball at D1 level. Kickoff return, he tore my ACL and MCL. I had two surgeries since I've been here. That was, the first one was, like, a little, like, uh, what's they call it? Scope, scope surgery. Yeah. Scope surgery, and it, you know, cleaned it up a little bit. But the mm-hmm. second, it took, like, 30 days. The other one was ACL. That one took Ooh. me six, seven months. But, yeah. I mean, it was, it's adversity. You know, we deal with adversity all our lives like juco being a juco that's adversity but you know it just you just got to take it with a good good mindset and just you feel me just look at the uh end goals Mm -hmm. yeah wouldn't trade this lifestyle for the world even with the surgeries probably the best thing that ever happened to me lucky yeah if i think about it a lot of lessons tell us about the last game how does it feel to end a season like that against southeastern louisiana uh, Southeastern, yeah. Uh, that was a heartbreaker. Like, you rather get blown out by 50 than lose yeah. by three. But, um, you know, it was tough. They ha- Hats off to them. You know, they played a good game. They played all four quarters. But, you know, I feel like we, you know, we, we could have cleaned up a couple of our little stuff that we have. But, you know, it is what it is. We, we took it like, okay, on to the next season. We can go better now next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a – you don't really realize the magnitude – of a season ending until you walk into that locker room and you look at the faces of all the guys who won't be returning. Um, that That's a experience that gets more painful as you get older, right? Like, so now I'm, when I was a freshman, I, I we ended the season and, and it was like, oh man, this is sad. But now going into my last year here, um, seeing all the guys who I've been with for three years part ways, you know, it just, it hurts your heart a lot more than you think it would, and it's something you can't experience um, anywhere else. And it's an experience I'm very grateful that I get to have because I have so many close friends and and teammates. Yeah, yeah. I I watched that game from Lewiston. I was with a couple friends of mine that um, played volleyball, and it's yeah. I can't even imagine like what that had been like actually yeah. physically being there. But I guess so. You know that season ended, um, and are you coming? You're coming back, Hayden, right? Yeah. This next season, or are you too? Yeah. Fantastic. So, what are some of the things that you guys are working on? What are the things you're excited about for this next season? Yeah, without guys, giving away yeah. too much, but yeah, it's got a lot of momentum. <laughs> yeah, what's this look like for you guys? I mean, chop wood, carry water. It's a that's a saying I I used to I got from my juco. Just keep doing what you did to get there. Like just mm-hmm. every day, one percent better. Chop wood, carry water, but um. You know, it's it's like it's the little stuff we have to work on. Like we got like we we like last year we were learning the whole offense, new coaching staff. We had to learn the whole offense throughout the whole year, basically. So I don't, I feel like now it's like we have to master the offense and just like know what we're doing every play, like at a at a higher level. Just play we playing at a high level, but play at a more high level to, yeah. to up our up our game. I get that. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think physically every team in the country is going to be getting better, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Everybody goes into the weight room and works out. You know, we threw with uh, Vani today. A uh, group of us threw with Vani, and so like that stuff is is always gonna, you know, that's always happening. That's mm-hmm. football. I think where the real separation comes in is um, learning the playbook better, like JJ stated, mm-hmm. and then also being able to identify coverages, knowing why you're doing something. You know, understanding, hey. 
you're running this route, you're going to run a go out here because the guy coming underneath you is going to be open. You know, understanding the entire picture, and uh, and I think that's where that, that giant leap comes in. You know, you never heard uh, – Tom Brady be like, oh, I, I've already seen enough film. Like, yeah, that no, exactly. you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and I know he just recently retired, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So you can always learn more. Even the greatest is mm-hmm. the greatest is. But that's what separates them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're gonna head over to some lighthearted questions. Um, what do you guys? Who do you guys think is winning the Super Bowl? Mm. Pat, it's Chiefs. I would. I agree with him. What do you guys think the score is going to be? I don't know. That's kind of, I mean, 28. It depends on the weather. It depends on the weather a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Pat Mahomes. What are the Eagles' defense? It's a heck of a thing if you're correct on that. Yeah, Eagles are awesome. Yeah, exactly. D linemen is good. They got a lot of, they got all first rounders on a D linemen. Yeah, Hurts also has just had an amazing season, right? Like, like, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, I don't know, man. It, what's really cool is being a twin brother, being a brother, mm-hmm. seeing both Kelsey brothers in the Super Bowl at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah. it's the first time it's ever happened. I'm like, hey, that is freaking awesome. My dad sent me that, like, immediately. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot about that. They have a podcast. I think it's a pretty good podcast. <laughs> you should get them on. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Good. Okay, so um, here's another one. So, yeah, obviously you guys can work out the rugby. You also can work out at the Kibbe Dome. So what do you guys prefer, the rec or the Kibbe Dome weight room? Kibbe. No offense, Rick. Kippy. What do you prefer? Kippy. Kippy, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like the Kippy don't want is like just so sweet. Kippy, 100% yeah. Kippy. They're both nice. Kippy's nice. Kippy doesn't have a basketball court. True. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I like running it with the boys better than the lifting, I'd be honest. That's so funny. Like get on the, get some, run some fives. Yeah. But, so they both have their purposes. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, so what's more challenging, working out like a D1 athlete or eating like one? Eating like one, especially for me, I'm trying. I'm always trying to gain weight. Like my whole life, I've been trying to gain weight. But eating like one for sure. I think uh, I, I definitely agree with JJ. When I came here, I was a tight end, mm-hmm. right? So I weighed 230 pounds. Um, I was never a tight end, but it was the only way I get recruited, right? So like, I had to had to yeah. had to sh- had to put on the persona. So I'm out my freshman year, drive blocking and. <laughs> trying to put on my best show like I can play tight end and uh and once they gave me the call like hey you're good like well let's we're gonna move you to x receiver I'm like let's go um I'm like, Fine. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Right? Yeah, I'm like please like uh, I had to shed weight now I weigh like 205 pounds so like going all the way down losing 30 pounds is it's easy when you're working out like a d1 athlete but it's all diet you know mm-hmm. like you could do nothing and if you if you eat moderately, you could lose weight, but it's not fun necessarily. No. Uh-uh. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys for having on, and we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And that's all for this episode of You and I at U of I. Um, thank you guys for having us, and as always, go Vandals. Go Vandals. Go Vandals. Go Vandals. Go Vandals. <laughs>